Welcome to this, our next edition of our daily devotions coming to you from Church of the Palms in Sarasota, Florida. As always, it's great to have you with us and to spend some time to reflect on God's Word. Let's take a moment to prepare our hearts and minds by listening to some beautiful music. pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Our scripture today comes from the prophet Jeremiah, the 29th chapter, verses 1 through 4. These words come from the great prophet as he speaks to the people of exile, telling them that they are coming back home to Jerusalem. And they're not just coming back, but they are coming back to a certain way of life. So let's listen to the word of God. These are the words of the letter that the prophet Jeremiah sent from Jerusalem to the remaining elders among the exiles and to the priests, the prophets, and all the people whom Nebuchadnezzar had taken into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. This was after King Jeconiah and the Queen Mother, the court officials, the leaders of Judah and Jerusalem, the artisans and the smiths had departed from Jerusalem. 
The letter was sent by the hand of Elasa, son of Shaphan, and Jeremiah, son of Hilkiah, whom King Zedekiah of Judah sent to Babylon to King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. And it said, Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all the exiles whom I have sent into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon, build houses and live in them, plant gardens and eat what they produce, take wives and have sons and daughters, take wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage that they may bear sons and daughters, multiply there and do not decrease. Seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on his behalf, for it is in its welfare you will find your welfare. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, do not let the prophets and the diviners who are among you deceive you, and do not listen to your dreams that you dream, for it is a lie that they are prophesying to you in my name. I did not send them, says the Lord." For thus says the Lord, only when Babylon's 70 years are completed will I visit you and I will fulfill to you my promise and bring you back to this place. For surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for your welfare and not for harm to give you a future with hope. Then, when you call upon me and come and pray to me, I will hear you. And when you search for me, you will find me if you seek me with all your heart. I will let you find me, says the Lord, and I will restore your fortunes and gather you from all the nations and all the places where I have driven you, says the Lord. And I will bring you back to the place from which I sent you into exile. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Anthony Baker said, truth is not simply a completed score, but the action of playing it back to God the way it was written. I'll say that again. Truth is not simply a completed score, but the action of playing it back to God the way it was written. You see, there's one level of truth we find in the Bible, the words of Scripture, clearly the truth of God. That's the original score, that the Word of God written and the Word of God in the flesh. But there's another level of truth that comes when we play that score back to God. Let's say, for example, that I were to ask Jonathan Spivey, our very own Jonathan, to share with me a piece of music. And in response, he just handed me the score, the paper with the notes written on it. He would have fulfilled my request. He would have shared with me the music. It would have been the truth at one level. But if he had played it, if he had played it on the keys of the piano or the organ, it would have been the truth of the score at an entirely different level. I played guitar for a while when I was young, classical guitar. I was not very good, and I remember toward the end of my playing career being given a piece of music to play by my instructor called Malagueña. Malagueña is a Spanish guitar piece, absolutely lovely and extremely difficult to play, especially for a 12-year-old. Now, there's great truth in the score. Every note is just seemingly perfectly composed. But there's another truth, a higher truth, when it comes to playing it. And an even higher truth when it's played well, like by somebody like Roy Clark, who played it just so well. And so I learned the hard way that the truth of the notes is one thing, 
but the truth of playing it is another. That's about the time I decided to quit playing guitar. I didn't care enough about that higher truth. I didn't care enough about playing those notes as well as they needed to be played. You see, that's what makes the Christian life so interesting. God calls us long before we're born and says, I am planting in your life the score of who I am, the score of what is important to me. And I will even play it to you through the life of Jesus. I will even put people in your life who are attempting to play the score in their own lives. And then what I call you to do is to play it yourself. Play it back to me and to anyone who will listen. You see, life is sort of like a recital, recital which comes from the word recite, which means to repeat. Your life and mine in its truest form and its truest purpose is to recite, repeat back to God what God has already put into us, to play the score that's already inside of us. Each of us has that score of God written into our souls, if not by knowing God's word in Jesus, certainly by knowing God's world that is around us. God is revealing himself to us all the time. We know the score. But the question is, will we play the score back? Will we recite it? Not just the words. Anyone can recite words, but will we play it back with who we are, what we do, how we live What's the music that emanates from our souls? In 1955, a 42-year-old woman took a seat toward the front of the bus in Montgomery, Alabama, and refused to move back when she was told by the driver. Rosa Parks had read in the good book that she had been created in the image of God and that she was the child of God, so she played that back. She commenced her recital for God to hear and anyone else who would listen, especially those that were there in that bus that day. No one remembers a thing of what Rosa Parks said, but, oh, but they really remember what she did. At a church I once served, a man and his wife started attending, quiet couple, unassuming. I met him for coffee one day and asked him what he did. Oh, he said, I just retired. I said, oh, and, and where did you work? And he told me the name of the company, and it was turned out to be one of the largest department stores in the country. Oh, I said, and what did you do? And he said, well, I, way back when I stole, sold shoes in the shoe department of this department store. But that was back in 1946, right after the war. I said, well, what did you end up doing? He said, oh, I ended up being the CEO of the company. He shared that information with some reservation. He didn't really want me to think that that's really what he was. He steered the conversation around very quickly then to his spiritual walk and in the end wanted to know if there was ever a chance for someone like him to teach the Bible in our church. And if so, to let him know and he'd like to take a crack at it. Well, it turns out he really knew his Bible. And I visited his house a while later and had trouble finding it because we were looking for a big house in a fancy neighborhood, and what I found was just this little house in a modest neighborhood, and what became clear was that he had more interesting things to do with his money than to buy a big house. He wanted to play back the, the score to God. He wanted to reflect the music. He was trying to play back his Malaguena. So God says to Jeremiah, I know the plans I have for you, plans for your welfare and not for harm, to give you a future with hope. That's a favorite verse for a lot of people, but sometimes I think they miss the point that God's making. 
that the good Lord has a particular score for us to play. He has written it long ago into our hearts, and the score is complete. But now it's time to play that score in our own way. That peace that God has written in his word made flesh. Jesus is God's Malaguena. He just needs someone to strum the strings with their own style. Let us pray. Gracious God, you've given us the notes. You've given us the strings. Now free our fingers to play with all our hearts and minds and souls. Amen.